be with the coach. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. www.d20radio.com Welcome to Me and Steve Talk RPGs, a podcast where me and my friend Steve try and help you get the most out of your role-playing game experience. What's up, Gamer Nation? Welcome back to Me and Steve Talk RPGs. This week, you're going to get to hear part three of the Genesis actual play that we did with GM Chris called Mind Over Matter. But before we get into that, I want to take a moment to tell you about another great podcast that's here on the D20 Radio Network, and that is the Guardians of the Wills podcast. And that's Wills spelled W-H-I-L-L-S. And what this is, is it's actually a Star Wars discussion podcast. Uh, The guys that host this, um, they're really big Star Wars nuts, and so every episode... They take some sort of, be it a comic book, a novel, maybe an episode of The Mandalorian, and they talk about it. So it's a it's a great way to nerd out about Star Wars. And Dustin and Gary are pretty cool guys, so give them a listen. There'll be a link to that in the show notes so you can find it. And also, don't forget to go just go check out d20radio.com because there's a blog there with a bunch of different writers where you can find all sorts of gaming and geekery goodness plus links to all the other podcasts on the network. It's a great place to hang out. But that being said, it's time to get into Mind Over Matter, Chapter 1, Part 3. Well, hello. I'm GM Chris. I am co-host of the Order 66 podcast uh, devoted to the Star Wars role-playing game, and I'm also co-host of the Forge podcast uh, devoted to the Genesis role-playing game. And I'll be your GM today. Hey, it's Steve. So I'm playing Cherry Bomb. I'm the other Steve, and I'm going to be playing M80. My name is Eric. I'm going to be playing Roman Candle. Hi, I'm Jesse, and I'm playing Black Cat. The door between the cars opens, and there are a pair of soldiers at short range from you, looking at you with absolute confusion. You guys are all surprised. I need initiative um, I need vigilance checks from everyone, please. Uh, so do I uh, buff those with my heightened awareness? Uh, remind me, heightened awareness... Yeah, every, yeah, you do. Um, and I would say, I think you guys are all surrounding each other, I would think. I mean, w- w- would you guys all be engaged or no? I mean, it's a train car. It's what, 10 feet, 12 feet wide at the most? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think I think you all would get two boost die based on, on that heightened awareness. So roll your vigilance with two boost die. And Kat, you're obviously using uh, rapid reaction. God, look at you guys go. That's intense. Wow, we got three successes. We got two and three with a triumph. We got three successes, four advantage. Two success, one advantage. And um, let me roll myself. <laughs> Dead last. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you've got... So, literally, you've got these two Russian soldiers um, that are that are staring at you. They have their Kalashnikovs in hand, but they're at short range from all of you at this point. And you all are also clumped together, kind of, you know, engaged. 
Um, I've got four of you going first. All four of you. Um, Roman will actually go, and he's going to use coordinated assault to give Cherry and Emmy a advantage on all their combat checks until the end of next turn. And then he's going to take his other, he's going to spend his action as a maneuver to pull out his um, Blackhawk. Oh, the big Vlad Blackhawk. Uh, I love it. All right, so Cherry, Emmy, you guys get an automatic advantage on the next combat check you make, or next, is it next turn, I believe? Yeah, until the until my next turn. Oh, until the end of your next turn. Yeah. Wow. So so basically, anything they do this round, they're going to get a, a, a free advantage to combat checks, and if you happen to go late in the round, next round, they might get it again. That's so the that's how you do it, folks. Um, all right, so Roman's gone. Can I go? Sure. Sure. I'll, I'll maintain my psychic power and give Cherry a boost die with an assist. All right, that's... Because if I'm not mistaken, she has the auto-fire gun, right? Uh, she she does have one, yes. You you, you know her close her, her preferred close-range weapon is a, uh, um, is, is a MAC-10. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just... Uh, I'll send her the... Uh, Prescient image of her pumping a bunch of bullets into these guys. I I I I, <laughs> I love it. All right, well that's two maneuvers. Um, Emmy Cherry. I think Cherry's gonna go at this point. Go ahead. And is just gonna sort of just as a just as a quick um, just telepathically back to Cat. Just yeah, that was the plan, genius. And simultaneously grab the Mac Ten and unload into these fools. All right, so maneuver to, to, to draw your Mac-10. Or wait, you have Crick Draw, I believe, don't you? I you, think so. Yeah you, yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. All right. Yeah, man. So you could even aim if you want, or you can move. It's totally up to you. I think I'll aim at this point, because just, it's just silly. Because All right. Because I'm yellow, two greens, two bonus, a third bonus for aiming, and then what's the difficulty? Um, well, okay, so... So you you got you got your skill, but you should have you should have one boost die for aiming, one boost die from cat, okay, and then you shouldn't have a third boost die. You should instead have an automatic advantage symbol added to oh, your okay. result, okay. So make yeah. sure you click that to add it, okay. All right, I was thinking it was a boost die. That's... Roman can give you that, but that's a, that's a result of a very different ability he's got. Okay, all right. And then what's my difficulty? At this range. It is one purple die. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. We'll see how this goes. Three success. Oh. Good. Three success. <laughs> two advantage. Wow. All right, so <clears throat> base damage, and th this is a minion group of two. Yeah. Base damage is six. Yeah. Um, base damage is six, so you're looking at, at nine damage. All right. Do you want to use your two advantage to trigger auto fire? Yes. Okay, that's going to be another nine damage. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, Cherry just literally <laughs> draws. With, you draw a Mac Ten and just <laughs> both of them just <laughs> you know and, and 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 just drop immediately. Both of them. Good lord, what a roll! We were rolling pretty crap that first encounter, huh? <laughs> yeah. Aren't yeah. the dice fun? <laughs> it's like. Encounters don't usually last 90 minutes. They're usually done in 40, you know, but you got, we were rolling pretty crap. Um, so, yeah, this is... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, wow, that's 
that, that's that's fantastic. Okay, um, now they drop behind them in the car, which you can you can now clearly see is is a uh, what looks like a, a, a small mess um, and a, and a group of bunks. There are two other Soviet soldiers with Kalashnikovs. Okay, um, they are I would say medium range from all of you at this point, um, and. Emmy, you're the last one to go. All right, so they're at medium. So I would need to advance, take one uh, maneuver to get to short range, correct? Uh, that would be correct, yes. All right, well, I will do so. Uh, just kind of giggle and charge off. And then I want to use the strike power and add blast and I think stun. Stun, really? Well, no, that doesn't really help. Yeah, stu- stunning, stunning, stunning wouldn't. Um, and you know, blast one. Uh, yeah. What? What? True. What? what that, that, I mean, it, I mean, it, it might help, but also keep in mind that the the it, it's tit for tat. You really, you really got to play with it. That's one of the things I love about the magic system is it's like, yeah, you can do this cool new thing, but you're also increasing your difficulty. You increase your difficulty, that's less successes you're going to roll, and every success is another damage. Okay. True. Um, so yeah, it's 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 playful. I mean, <laughs> well, okay. So what what blast one means exact? What you hit one more target? Um, actually, before I before I tell you this, as, as well as any of these rules, I want to make absolutely sure it's it's the same as it is in Star Wars. Give me just one second. Um, do um, Steve? Do you know how minion groups work? Not a hundred percent. I know. It's sort of a collective pool. So that actually, yeah, that wouldn't... But that's also a little meta. Yeah, it, it, it is. And and the way... Yeah, and I was checking this. It is exactly the same. I wanted to make sure they didn't update that for, for minions. Um, the way I've always treated Blast with minion groups is I, I, I treat it as... I treat it like Autofire, almost like it's an extra hit on the minion group because it doesn't make sense. It, it, it makes sense, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but the way the way blast works is if you add blast and keep in mind it's just another quality the attack has and if you roll to advantage you can then spend that advantage to make it to where every character friend or foe engage with the original target suffers a hit equal to the blast rating plus successes so it would be a minimum of two extra damage that you throw onto the minion group if you pulled it off. But you would have to increase the difficulty and you'd have to roll two advantage. Alright, I think that, I think I'm just going to go back to the, um, now what does the ensnared condition entail in, in this game? Um, ensnared, while they're ensnared, um, which they, with, with, your, with your one discipline rank, they would be ensnared for one round, it means they can't take maneuvers. Okay, so that doesn't... I think I'm just going to to move up to short range and, and just hit one of them with a blast. All right, just telekinetic pummel. Yes, exactly. So, where's my kinetics? There we go. And did someone pass me boost or something? Uh, you have an advantage symbol. Okay. So, so, so click on the advantage symbol, and your difficulty is going to be one purple die. Also, don't forget to your uh, two strength. Uh, and your roll. One success with two advantage. Um, mm-hmm. So you have how many ranks do you have in telekinetics? I think it's or kinetics. I think it's one rank. Yeah, it's yeah, one rank. yeah. Uh, 
your dice pool. Okay, um, so that's five wounds, which they're going to suffer. Um, right. But you also have an advantage. Uh, what would you like to do with that? Uh, two two advantages. advantages. So, I think uh, I'm going to pass a boost. I can target it with two, correct? If you wish, yes. I think I'm going to pass a boost to Roman then. Maybe I knock something out of the way so he gets a little better shot with that big old cannon. Or he's maybe he's inspired by your leadership. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> or just think I'm crazy enough he has to chase me. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, Emmy, you've made yourself a target, and you are a range man away from your allies, uh, short range from these guys. Uh, they're going to pull up their Kalishnikovs. They are going to uh, aim, and they are going to fire at you, my good sir, um, mm-hmm. at short range. Um, you still have, and Cat, you still maintain that defensiveness, that defensive, that defense power, correct? Sure did. He's at uh, Soak Seven right now, so yeah. we're about to fire the Matrix. <laughs> I'm hoping. Yeah, uh, three success, two advantage on their roll, which. Uh, is you're still going to take some damage, sir. Uh, but oh, they were gonna they were gonna auto fire. Um, I'm sorry. Let me let me re-roll that. Sorry, guys. Two success, three advantage. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So you you my good sir are looking at nine wounds. Okay, so I think you get I hit have... for a little bit. I get hit for two. You're for two. Uh, but with their three advantage, uh, they are going to spend two of them to trigger auto fire. Um, and they're going to hit you again. So you're going to take another two. God, can you imagine how hurt you would be right now without that defensive power? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I, 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 I love it. And, and literally, let's talk, about, let's talk about Kat's defensive power. It's prescience, okay? So Kat's maintaining this and literally hollering at you. Because per per that cat, you, they have to be able to comprehend warnings, right? Uh, ver- verbal verbal or visual warnings, and so cats literally calling out to you when you should duck or move out of the way or stuff like that, right? That that's what's that, so. I, this is this is awesome. I'm, um, I'm thinking Emmy's doing like this weird shimmy to move the vest around so it catches more bullets. <laughs> <laughs> and with their remaining third advantage, um, I think they're going to. I think they're going to pass a setback die to the next PC who acts. That's what I think they're going to do. Um, and that's all they can do. They've taken a maneuver and an action. All right, round two. I've got all four of you up again. First person to act is going to get a setback die. Um, and Roman, you've got a boost that's been tallied your way. Yeah, Roman's going to wait to go so he can get the full effect of coordinated assault. Understood. Uh, yeah, no, all I do is uh, maintain my power and give someone I'm engaged with the boost die. Uh, well, that would be either Roman or Cherry. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Cherry Cherry solves problems. So if, if I can go ahead and do that, maintain my power, hand Cherry a boost die. All right, done. Now, to set the scene, you guys, at this point, you guys realize that Emmy is kind of between you and these other guys that are literally, you only have an opening of a train car door, right? Emmy moved up. He's standing there. He's at short range. He's providing a great deal of ranged cover for these guys right now. Yeah, I can go after Cat then if you want. Go ahead. All right. So I think this Emmy just kind of lets out this insane laugh, reaches into his pocket, pulls out the brass knuckles, 
going to spend its strain for the extra maneuver to close and just punch one of them in the face. All right. Two purple is your difficulty. All right. Remember, you've still got your advantage. Yeah, that auto advantage. Sure to add that. Oh, that's a fail with three advantages and a triumph. God, I love the system. Okay, so, <laughs> so you you missed, you missed. All right, uh, you, you you flat out missed. But some really cool stuff is about to happen. What do you want to do with three advantages and a triumph? I'm thinking they just look at this this apparently insane individual charging at them with you know basically bare hands. And, like, dive out of the way, but, like, in a way that, like, they actually line up for almost a two-for-one shot. I guess that would be probably... What, what's your what's your goal? What's your goal here? I'm thinking, uh, like, line them up, and maybe I'm kind of past them, so they're kind of in a, in a scissors thing, but they're, they're also... Is your goal to hinder them or to assist your allies? I think to assist my allies, and then, yeah, I think assist my allies. So can I make can I make a recommendation? Yeah. With three advantages and a triumph, okay? For three advantages, you could get a free maneuver right now, which means that you could disengage, all right? For Cherry, who is probably poised to shoot at these guys, she's going to be facing an auto upgrade to her difficulty immediately because she's shooting into engagement. And if she rolls a despair, she'll hit you. Okay, so yeah. So you, you can disengage to make things a heck of a lot easier for her, and you could then spend your three your, your triumph to give her, in addition to the boost she just got from Cat, an auto upgrade. Yeah, that'll work. So I kind of like dive at the punch and I miss, but I kind of roll through it and come Dude, up yeah. away. Almost, almost like it's practice. The, the It's almost like you guys have practiced this before. The bob and weave, you know what I mean? You know, this this huge 270-pound guy comes lunging at them with brass knuckles. You me meander them into position and then back off in time for Cherry to take a shot. Exactly. I absolutely love it. Um, okay, so that's been done. Now, Cherry, you're currently at medium range from these guys, and your Mac 10 has a range of short, so you will need to move closer to them if you're going to use it. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and move closer, and I'm going to take the strain to aim... Do you want to auto-fire? I do also want to auto-fire. Okay, then you're looking You're looking at two purple, um, and you've got a lot of bonuses coming your way. You should have an upgrade, turning, uh, turning uh, your, giving you two yellows and a green. Okay. Yep. You should have a boost die as well and an automatic advantage symbol. I do, yes. All right, man. Well, with two purple, or throw it up. Don't forget the uh, auto-fire. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's the two purple. Let's do it. Oh! Oh! Okay. One success with four advantages. Um, so with your success, uh, that's going to be seven damage against these guys. Um, interestingly enough, they're still... Uh, one of them dropped, but the other one is still up. Um, At that point, I spend, spend two and get auto-fire on him. You, you, you can absolutely do that, and, it, and I'll be frank, it will probably take him, take him down, but you're not sure. One of the unique things about minion groups is, do you know what happens when you crit a minion group? No. One of I the do. minions in that group 
automatically dies. Oh, well, yeah, let's crit. Let's do that. I want to see and, that. And the, the crit on your MAC-10 is four. I'm just pointing that out. Yeah. All right. So you, yeah. It, God, what a, God, you guys are, you guys are killing it. Um, so, yeah, you, you take him out. All right. Now, at this point, there's gunfire. Okay. You know, you, you, you know if, if there's anyone else on this train, there's no doubt they're going to have heard it. Uh, but you guys are, are out of, of, of initiative at this point in time. Okay, so I'm going to clear it. Kat, are you going to continue to keep your defense up for you and, for you and Emmy? That seems uh, prudent. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not, at, at least for the time being. Okay. Because we're switching between encounters, really, like, powers like that are supposed to end at the end of the encounter, I will let you maintain it, considering how well you guys have done, but I would like to ask for another two strain from you. Would that be acceptable? Heck yeah. We're, we're clearing some strain at the end of combat, right? Well, if you have a few minutes to rest after combat, yes. Okay. No, right. no, it's fine. I'll take them. Let's roll. You, you, this, this, this is a this is a rolling challenge, guys. And and I, I actually I have that worked into the whole the whole the whole scene. Okay, um, is, is is the account that you guys are going to have little to no time for straight recovery, um, because at this point you've made a bunch of noise. Um, if there's anyone else on this train, they're probably heading your way. What's the move now, Emmy? Emmy, you are you are in the 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 mess and bunk car at this point. There's nothing else you can see in here. Uh, but there, there's obviously another car ahead. All right, Romy, we just going up. Keep moving. All right. So yeah, I'm just heading for the next door. Uh, are there windows to be able to look through in these doors, or are they solid? Um, the current car you're in, the mess and bunk car, um, does have windows with shades. Um, the shades are currently open, even though it's night. But yeah, you can you can. I mean, but they're they're small. They're probably. Uh, maybe 14 inches to a side, uh, little windows. Okay, I just um, meant like, like in the doors between the cars. Oh no! Unfortunately, there's not. I, I don't know. I don't know. Is there? I suppose there could be. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. I'm guessing that would be a point. I think that that would be useful. I agree. All right. All right. All right. So you spend a story point, and yes, my gosh, there are windows on these doors. And you can, as, as you move toward Emmy to the next car, uh, you can see um, in the next car is what looks like, uh, at a glance, um, a whole bunch of laboratory equipment. Um, and inside are three men in white, uh, two, men, two men and one woman in white lab coats. And they appear to be leaning towards the sides of the car, looking in this direction with extreme worry. And at the far end of the car is uh, a very imposing-looking uh, woman um, who is wearing tactical gear. She has, from what you can see, a uh, a, a blonde, but 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 like sh- shorn, very short, with a flat top. Think Dolph Lundgren haircut. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, a wicked scar down her face, and she might be larger than you. She is definitely as tall as you and looks like she weighs at least as much. Oh, damn. Yeah. Roman looks over at Kat and says, this is the one that put you out, huh? No. Yeah. No, that, that, that's not. Nope. That one's bigger. Nah, she looks like she's on the East German lifting team. So 
Cherry at this point. I'm not sure if she has it or not. I'm pretty sure she would have had her sniper rifle slung over her shoulder before she jumped out of that plane. Yeah. Um, so does, can she see this woman? Like Right now, you from what you guys have told me, uh, I mean, you guys, are, you guys, even if you're making your way into the new car, because this is all happening very fast, I mean, Emmy <laughs> was the one in that car and went up and spent the story okay. point to look through the windows. So obviously Emmy is the only one that's probably really seeing this, actually. Okay. So basically at this point, Cherry's going to make her way into the car because she just shot those guys. He's going to go, what do you see, Em? Get out the big end. I'm going to open the doors. Don't open the door. I'll just shoot through the window. I'll open the door so you can shoot through the door. Oh, easy. All right. And what I'll do is I'll basically just drop prone and telekinetically open the door so he doesn't have the deflection from the glass. All right. Narratively, that's cool. So you want to drop prone, however? Is that correct? Or at least crouch. So I'm I'm no, not providing cover for them. I was going to say... Okay. So let's see how this can play out. Because you put the window there. Obviously... They know you're back there. They're expecting some stuff, so we need to get back into initiative at this point. Okay. Considering the story point spent, um, I'm going to let you guys, and you guys are well prepared for this, I'm going to let you select uh, either cool or vigilance, your choice, on initiative, but I do need initiative for everybody now. Vigilance gets you two boost dice. Vigilance does get you, well, are you, so you guys, are, that's my question. Are you guys all clustered engaged again? Yeah, we were all moving ahead. At least that's okay, so you guys are all clustered, engaged in the other side of that door. If you do that and you do and you choose vigilance, you will give yourself two boost die. Yeah, two boost die on the initiative check. Okay. If you, if you're rolling vigilance, you can also choose to roll cool, but without boost die. I'm rolling vigilance. Yeah, me too. All right, we got a three successes. We got one success, three advantage with a T. We got three successes, two advantage, and two successes, one advantage. Um, okay, we're gonna try this out. Okay, I got three success, two advantage. So, yeah, the door opens. You guys are considering the length of the car. You're going to be at medium range from... You're, you're probably at short range to these frightened, clearly, scientists that are huddling against the walls at this point of this lab. And you guys now get a full clear view with the door open. It is, it is a lab. There is a lab inside this car. Uh, against the walls, and there's like there there is also, and I want to I want to make this important note. There's a center table as well, so there's like walking spaces on both sides of this center table that's going through the car. You thought you if you're with me so far, okay. um, and on that table and on wall mounts and other things are all kinds of laboratory equipment. There's beakers and test tubes of all varieties. There's microscopes, weird sequencing machines, chemical analyzers, um, all kinds of stuff, and. On the far end, with a little bit of cover from this table, at medium range from you, is this one very threatening and imposing figure. Okay. Uh, since M80 is on his knees, I'm going to sort of rest my rifle on his shoulder and take an aimed shot at, that, um, at the imposing figure. So it'll take... I'll take... Um, you will need strength to spend a maneuver to prepare your weapon. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's a maneuver. Okay, yeah. And then it's, uh, yeah, too strained to do the aim shot. And so we'll do this. Your difficulty on this, at medium range, your standard difficulty would be two purple. In this case, it is two red, plus a black setback die for cover. Okay. Roll well. I'm going to spend 
a uh, I'm gonna spend a point to try and get a little bit of advantage on that because I am using Emmy to stable my weapon. All right, let's see how you roll, Cherry. Is that a blue die, correct? Uh, no, that up that turns one of your greens into a yellow. Okay. All right. Let's see it. Oh, okay. Great roll from a narrative standpoint. You succeeded. Two successes with one advantage and one despair. Oh, we're going to have some fun with this. Um, uh, <laughs> all right, let's first things first. Uh, damage. Um, so with your two successes, Cherry, um, and the base damage of nine from your Barrett M82 sniper rifle, uh, you got, what, 11 damage you're looking at there? Yeah. Uh, with Pierce one? Yep. Okay, give me one moment. So the bullet hits her, but it's not what you would expect from the round that normally comes out of it. And you see a, she subtly dodges out of the way with a, a, a precognitive flare. And, and so the, the bullet grazes her rather than doing serious damage. Yeah, uh, so you did hit her, uh, but yeah, uh, not nearly what you thought you would. You also have one advantage. Before I get to the despair, what would you like to do with the one advantage? Um, at this point, I'm not really sure what to do with the advantage. <laughs> um, you could pass the boost to the next person to go. You could recover strain, and you can see so you, you can think narratively, and then we can figure out the mechanics, or you can think mechanically, and we can figure out the narrative. I think what we'll do is she'll go ahead and recover a strain. Basically, okay. every time she takes a shot, she just sort of it clears her head and she takes a breath. So we'll take a, we'll clear a strain. All right. Well, uh, it is um, <clears throat> it is Svetlana's turn. She smiles wickedly at all of you. You can see she's got one gold tooth, like as a front tooth. Um, she smiles wickedly at all of you, spends a maneuver to pull out from behind her back a grenade launcher. It looks to be a small handheld single shot. She will suffer two strain to aim. And she is going to shoot a grenade at this huddled mass of people that dare invade her train. I'm going to spend a point to upgrade. Um, at medium range, we're looking at two purple dice. Can can we spend a point to upgrade? You can, if you wish. I, I've got a grenade coming at me, guys. I, I wish. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, spend that point. And I will upgrade to a red. And here we go. <laughs> that is zero success with three advantage. Um... Oh wow! Uh, so this is this is interesting because with the blast quality uh, specifically, if I'm not mistaken, I can trigger this with three advantage even on a miss. Uh, it's nowhere near what it would be um, uh, if if I'd hit you guys, but but I'm just validating real quick. Um, yep. If uh, we, I require three advantage to do it. Um, the original target, every target suffers a hit, dealing damage equal to the blast rating only of the weapon. Okay. Um, so all of you are going to suffer uh, four wounds minus your soak. So for Cat and Emmy, that will be nothing. Um, but Cherry and Roman, uh, there'll be four wounds minus your soak. Okay. Um, and that's her turn. I got the rest of you going. All right. Uh... I guess I've got Bob. Yeah, go ahead. 
Um, yeah, I'll take a, an action to maintain this this probably very important armor thing that I'm doing. Well, it would just, um, just be a maneuver, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, a maneuver to maintain that. Okay. Uh, I'll take two strain to give Emmy a boost die. Okay, assist, got it. And then I'm going to try reading with a friendly focus my, my specific... Uh, uh, dangerous warning. Can I can I do two psychic things at once? You absolutely can. And if you wish to maintain two at once, you can. It just takes a maneuver each round to maintain. And keep in mind, if you like, the, the power lasts till the end of your next turn. So if you drop them, like like if you were to drop the maintenance this round, that concentration on one of them, it would still continue till the end of your next turn. Okay. So um, so you wanted to do dangerous warning. So. Okay, so reading. So I don't have a card up. Uh, that was that was reading with a friendly focus, right? Yep. Ooh, this is going to be fun. Um, <laughs> uh, which character are you going to target? Uh, I might as well do Emmy with this one too, since I think he's going to go punch that lady. <laughs> okay. Um, then it will be three purple dice on your prescience check. Ooh. Oh, we're going to have fun with this. Three success and four threat. Um, okay, <clears throat> so Emmy, Kat has, has successfully, uh, is, do, is doing some, some reading of the situation, um, getting some prescient information, and instead of himself, has targeted you. What this means that is as long as Kat concentrates, this will be maintained. But Kat, the instant Emmy decides to use this, the power is done, okay? Continuing to concentrate okay. won't matter. But you, but you're, but, okay. but but Emmy, you're under the effect of this power. Okay. You can you can on a check you make and you can select after you've made the roll, you can perform a symbol switch. A symbol switch lets you turn a failure into a threat. Okay. Are you following me? Yep. So, I mean, let, let's say you roll three successes and three failures, okay? You could do a simple switch to ensure that you succeeded, but you're going to have to deal with a threat now. One threat. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, well, Cat, that was awesome and a great turn. Two strain, thank you. Let's talk about your fourth threat. Sure. Uh, because this is about to get fun because it happened on psionics. Um... Yeah, uh, I, I'm going to say um, we're, we're going to treat that like a despair result. As you extend your prescient senses out, um, and this actually goes, goes, goes great, you get a lot more than M80. Do you remember the image you, you drew in soap on the wall of the little girl? Yeah. That image floods your mind to the point that you can see the little girl in front of you. Um, this is an unfortunate side effect that happens sometimes for, for psionics. You are having a temporary schizoid hallucination. You are you have this image, this hallucination that you know is not real, and it's screwing with your psyche and your sense of reality right now. You've just taken in way too much information. You are going to be disoriented for the remainder of this encounter or scene, which means that you will be suffering okay. a setback die to any check you make. Okay? Okay. Um... That's what we're going to do with your fourth thread. Um, okay, I got two PCs up, um, and that would be Emmy and Roman. Want me to go, Romy? 
Um, I can go because uh, I can do the coordinated assault again. Okay. So I'm going to spend a maneuver to do coordinated assault for uh, Cherry and Emmy again. Okay. And then I'm going to actually try to take a shot with the Blackhawk for once. <laughs> the trusty Blackhawk. Yeah. Um, well, your difficulty at this range um, is going to be to red and black. It's a lot of red dice. I'm trying to think. All right. I don't have a way to justify a boost on that, so. You could suffer two strain and aim. That's all right. All right. And the, uh, the gun also gives you a boost die. Oh, yeah. I got a oh, boost yeah, die. Oh, yeah. forgot about that. I'll just roll the boost die in. Okay. So it's one success total. One success. Um, so that's eight damage with your 44. Um, uh, it's not the killing hit that you've normally made with the weapon, but it does graze her. Right. All right. All right. That's it. That's me. All right. Emmy, you're up. All right. And now they're all, there's, there's three scientists. Yeah. They're not engaged with her though. They're probably at short range from you now. They're cowering. Uh, okay. kind of against the wall and under the table, um, trying to do everything they can. I mean, literally just muttering to themselves in Russian. And mm -hmm. you are at medium range from Miss, Miss Svetlana. Okay. So, all right. I think what I'm going to... Now, you know what? I'm a bull in a china shop. <laughs> that, that's yeah, I think... Um, actually, yeah, I'm going to... I'm just going to take the one move... Now, I'm going to take the, the double move and punch her in the face. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll, I'll let you engage with her for two maneuvers. Um, the difficulty on this, though, is going to be two purple dice. Okay. Excuse me. Two red dice. And remember, you have the boost from me and the advantage from Roman. Yep. Okay. So I should have, yeah, through a blue, an advantage, and two red in addition to my skill dice. Correct. Well, no, one advantage. You, you should you should have one advantage symbol, right. blue, and your your skill dice and two red. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. One success. One net. Now, you can change. Uh, you can some with my thing to get another success, but you get a threat. It's your call. Uh, what what I can tell you is you saw her presciently shrug off a lot of damage. Mm -hmm. Um. And right now you're doing uh, what? Five. Five. So you could maybe make it six if you think that would make a difference. I honestly, I don't see it making a difference. It will make precisely one point of difference. Exactly. And I've seen Romy shoot enough people with that Blackhawk to know that thing should hit a lot harder than it did. Yeah, I think I'm just going to, yeah, I don't think I'm going to burn the power. Do you, do you, do you want to do the symbol switch or no? No, I don't think so. Okay, get hang on to it. Okay, okay. Um, well, um, literally, she, you, 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 you hit, but there is no damage. She preternaturally dodges out of the way, um, okay. and I think that's it. Everyone else went this round, correct? Yep. Okay. So we're at the top of a new round. I got one PC going before Svetlana. I'm all for letting Emmy swing again. I was going to say, actually, I think I'm going to, if, if y'all get rest of your I'm going to try and do something else, but I'm willing to go. Are you going to full out Zangief her? 
No, I actually... She's using psionics, clearly. So I think I am going to attempt a coercion check and use my scathing tirade talent. There we go. You no good steroid freak. My brain isn't generating good insults, but... (laughs) So there's coercion at two purple, correct? That's it, man. Coercion at two purple is all it takes. Yeah, I'm not going to spend the last story point on that. One success, one advantage. So... And the advantage from Roman. Oh, and the advantage from... uh, No, Roman's only applies to combat checks. Um... So, all right, Nelly, you succeed and target her. She suffers one strain. With your extra advantage, she will suffer two strain. And with your improved scathing tirade, she will also suffer a setback die to any roll she makes for the next two rounds. Correct. All right. And Um, I will, uh, can I as a maneuver take a... Do you want to disengage? No, I was going to say, can I take a guarded stance? Sure. If she tries to hit me, it's harder. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You realize you will take a a setback die to any combat checks you make until the end of your your next turn, okay? No, that I guess... It's it's guarded stance. You're making making it harder to hit yourself, but you're you're also... It's harder for you to hit. You're you're putting your effort into defense instead of... Yeah, I'll I'll disengage. Okay. Plus, that, that gives them an easier shot. It does. All right. Well, it's it's her turn, uh, and as you get closer, the little grenade launcher—I I, don't—I don't even know what it's called. I should have done my research, but you—you know—you know the 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 single little handheld like range light grenade launchers, the breech loaders, you know, the whole mm-hmm. one shell, right? Um, that's what she was holding. So she lets it clatter to the ground, and uh, she is going to—you're there, Emmy. Um, you're, you're there, and she is going to attempt to target you with a, uh, a psionic attack. Okay. Um, she is going to strike, and this is... Yeah, and you, you disengaged, correct? Yeah, you did. Okay. Yes. Um, you disengaged. Uh, uh, she's got a setback die, um, however. Um, yeah, we'll try this. And she is targeting you with a uh, telepathic strike with synaptic spread. I'm going to go ahead and spend a story point. Give myself an extra die. And rolling. Three yellow and a green. All right. Well, she did succeed with one advantage, which she's going to use to recover a strain. Um, With that one success, uh, you're going to suffer seven wounds, um, Emmy. Okay. Um, but your your soak will apply to that actually. So none, none. Um, however, you need to immediately make a and this won't be too difficult for you, I don't think. But you need to make a three purple resilience check. Ooh, one failure with one advantage. Um, uh, <coughs> um, yeah, you have a symbol switch that you could use. <coughs> yeah, so that w- I could turn. I could make that a, a nothing roll. Actually, yeah, with the simple switch, he still wouldn't. He still no, no, that's not true at all. Um, if you switched one of the failures to a, well, you're right. It would still be a nothing roll, which would it would still be a fail. Yeah. Darn. 
So close. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Is, is that only on my rolls, or could I do a symbol switch on her roll, the attack roll? No, that it's only on yours. Um, however, Cat could have chosen to target her instead. No, that's and and but then that, that's a separate capability. Okay. All right. So um, you are going to bypassing soak. You are going to immediately suffer three wounds and three strain uh, from the synaptic spread that just hits you. But you do have an advantage to spend. Just saying. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. All right. Shakes his head. All right. Um, that was her. Uh, that was her uh, action. Um, with her maneuver, she is going to uh, reach to a leg holster that she's got, and she pulls out a collapsible baton. And it, it's it's huge. You guys are familiar with the collapsible batons that like some law enforcement use, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. When she, when she unfolds this thing, it's the size of a baseball bat. That's what I was thinking. Oh. And uh, that's her turn. Um, all right. All the rest of you get to act. All right. I think at this point, Cherry is is furious. Um, and if nobody objects, I'm going to go ahead and go. Go for it. Don't right. get your advantage. Uh, Cherry sort of slings her rifle behind her and focuses her, focuses her mind and her consciousness and attempts to brain cloud Svetlana. So we're going to make a telepathy check and then... So this would be influence, uh, the influence power with the... Cl- is, is the influence of power, power with the... Um, range effect. With the range effect. Got it. Um, you don't need to do that. Uh, oh, wait. She's at medium range from you. Yeah, you do. Okay. All right, man. That's going to be three purple difficulty. However, however... Because of her two ranks in adversary, this is going to be two red and a purple. Okay. Uh, do I? I don't have any advantage or anything other than the from Roman, right? Romans only applies to combat checks. Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, this could end badly, but we're you have go. story points. You could spend a story point. Uh, yeah, we'll do it. We'll flip one just to give me a blue die. All right. Not a blue. It'll upgrade you. So it'll turn. Oh, it'll upgrade. That's right. I'm sorry. One of your greens to a yellow. All right. Three yellows versus two reds and a purple, so we'll try that. Two wow. Two successes. Hey-o. That's fantastic. Is this a combat check? I'm sorry? Is this a combat check or not? Negative. No, this is a telepathy or a psionic. Yeah. But but um, if you're, but uh, adversary, t- adversary applies to things that target that character in many circumstances. Got Definitely okay. this one. <laughs> Um, where where it's di- it's a direct target of the character. Um, there's times I, I won't make it apply like uh, minor minor stuff like like you know talents like skating tirade, but uh, for this definitely considering the the impact. Um, but you still succeeded phenomenally well, um, which is uh, she's she's debuffed. So not only does she have a setback that she has to deal with for another full round. Um, but as long, but until the end of your next turn, she will also add a purple die to any check she makes um, until the end of your next turn. And you can maintain this next turn to make it last even longer if you wish, Cherry. Okay. Um, but that, that that was your action. Um, but yep. you uh, you spend a maneuver to sling your rifle, right? Right. Yep. Okay. Anything else you? Uh, oh, don't forget to don't forget to suffer your two strain for the power, Cherry. Okay. Yep. 
And is there anything, uh, do you, would you like to spend two strain and get another maneuver, or are you honky-dory? Uh, I'm good with that. All right. Um, well, Cat, Roman. Go ahead, Roman. All right. Roman looks at Cat and says, snap out of it. Gather yourself. Cherry, take him out. Emmy, you know what to do. We have had worse than this in the past. She's nothing. And I'm going to use improved expiring rhetoric. Because right, everybody Roman. is engaged with me, I think, right? Um, or at least no. within short, anyway. Or one ally within short. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, every everyone is within short at this point, yes. Um, because because uh, Emmy disengaged. So yeah, yeah. Uh, two purple, two purple leadership. Uh, all right, I'm gonna target uh, Emmy because he's. Oh well, uh, you you can target after you make the check. Oh yeah, right. Because I need to do successes. Uh, where's my leadership? All right, and all right. Nice. Again, I will target everybody. <laughs> All right, four successes with one threat. Um, so you get to target all of your allies. Um, all of you uh, immediately heal one strain, if you have any, uh, from the inspiring rhetoric. Um, additionally, you will all get a boost die to every check you make for the next two rounds. Roman, you did roll a threat. Um, I, yeah. think behind, I think behind your words, the situation and this individual is terrifying. Um, and I think you're, you're choking back some internal conflict. Um, and fear, um, but you managed to squash it, I think you're going to suffer one strain. All right, and um, I guess I'll spend a maneuver to do, because um, it's once per turn, to keep coordinated assault up, right? I can do that. Yeah, it will, it will, it will, it will apply to Cat and Cherry, but yeah. Yep. Nice. All right. Uh, Cat? Yep. Uh, so there's, there's, uh, I think science to do at this point. Um, you've got a cart full of beakers and stuff that I've been looking at for the last couple of rounds, and I, I think I'm going to take my maneuver to, to stagger into that cart and see if I can't perhaps find something that's going to take this woman and and bring her down a peg, or or just incapacitate her or throw some some penalties in her direction. Okay, it'll take you a maneuver to get to where you where where you want to be. Are you wanting to maintain either of the two powers that you kicked off? You've got the power. Nope. nope. Okay. That means well, that, yeah, no. they, they go to the end of your next, next turn. End of your right? next turn. Okay. So a maneuver will get you in. Um, if you want to give me a knowledge science check to see what you can glean here, totally down. That would be an action. Uh, your difficulty, I would say, is two purple dice. And I'm going to go ahead and spend a story point to make it a purple and a red just for funsies. And I get the boost. For the lulls. You also get the boost, yes, thanks to Roman. Zero success, one threat. Um, yeah, dude. Uh. Yeah, dude. You're you're not you're not able to find anything. Not n not in the heat of the, of this nonsense. Um, and I'm gonna put that threat in my pocket for a little bit. Okay, that was me. I guess this is me now. All right, top of the round. I got one PC up. Emmy Smasher. I would. Well, I was gonna say, you guys. If I engage then you guys are at a penalty if you're shooting or anything. Oh, yeah, so maybe Cherry should go then. I'll go. I don't think um, it's going to matter, Emmy, because she's got a baton and going to engage you on her turn. Fair. Sorry for talking over the No, no you're fine. You, that's a valid point. So. True. All right, if you want me to go, I'll go. That's fine. Yeah. Well, it also means that this is the only opportunity for Cherry to get a shot where she's not engaged. Yes. So, Cherry, did you put your rifle up for a reason? 
Uh, just to get it out of the way, just sort of set it off to the side. Not okay. So, so honestly, I, I think I don't think it would cost you a maneuver then. But I mean, if you still want to have your weapon out, that's fine. You do need a maneuver to prepare it, though. Okay, that's fine. If you guys are cool with it, I'm gonna go ahead and take the shot. Yeah, do that. Make shooting. I will. You have a boost die yeah, from Roman, yep. right? Right. You've got an auto advantage from Roman, and at this range, you're looking at the still still the same two per two red and a black difficulty okay um i'll go ahead and take two additional strain to aim to gain another boost die is that correct correct all right and do you want a story point too because i'm not going to feel bad about you using it uh yeah we'll upgrade one of my die on a story point so that takes me to three yellows and what was my difficulty one more time one black two red Two red and a black. Rolling. Two success. Ooh. So that's 11 damage with Pierce 1. Yep. Uh, yeah, you hit her hard. Uh, she, she she did not maintain her earlier defense power, and it actually expired last round. So, um, yeah, uh, you, you hit her you hit her hard. Uh, she's, she's still up, but you, you hit her in the chest. Um, the shot appears to have gone past her, her tactical armor, too. Um, and there's thick stream of blood that's coming down the front of her chest uh, and dripping very heavily onto the floor of the train car. Jerry sort of gets her patented, like, half-cock smile. All right, next up. <laughs> All right, it is, it is her turn. Uh, God, she, she's very upset with you, but, but uh, Emmy is right in front of her. Um, so Emmy, she's going to engage with you. Mm-hmm. She's going to pop too strained to aim, and, and she's also a smart enough tactician to know that if she stays engaged with you, uh, that it's going to make it harder for allies to hit. So she's going to pop too strained to aim, and she is going to haul off on you with this bat. The difficulty is going to be two purple plus an extra because of uh, uh, cats, or no, because of cherries. Yep. Oh yeah, cherry, did you want to maintain that for a couple strain or no? Uh, how many strain? Just two? Well, it would be an extra maneuver that you would have had to have taken if you wanted to maintain it. If you didn't, that's uh, fine. It'll, it'll just expire at the end of your next turn. Didn't you? Take yeah, we'll just let it aim. Was that? Didn't you take the extra maneuver to aim? I did. Yeah, so we'll I just did. let it drop at my turn. Okay, that's fine. But she's got the three, and she's also got um, a setback die from Roman. Um, I'm gonna spend a story point uh, <laughs> to upgrade. Uh, yeah, one success, one advantage, which I can't believe. Um, good night. Uh, <laughs> M80, that's going to be seven wounds. I still, uh, with, with Cat's protection up, that's still not going to hit you, right? It, well, it's it equal to my soap. Yeah, so no, no luck there. Um, and with one revantage, she's going to recover a strain. All right, I've got... I've got I've got Emmy, Cat, and Roman up. Okay. And she's hurt. She's hurting bad. That all the harder you hit, you no good roid rage freak. And I'm gonna pop her unless someone else wants to go. No, nope, go ahead. Okay. Uh, do I? I no longer have the auto advantage. Do I? Uh, negative. Uh, no, okay. actually, Cat and yep. Jerry. So it's two red and a black. Uh, no black. She doesn't have cover from you. It's just too red. Do you have the boost die, right? You do have the boost die. Okay. Mm-hmm. Actually, I want to spend a story point to add another green. Unless somebody's got a problem. 
do it. Your choice. And uh, you could also aim that fist, I think. What was that? Aim your fist. Ah, yes, that was the other thing I was going to do. That's right, because I don't have to maneuver. So there we go. <laughs> One failure with four advantage. Hey, guess what you can do to that? Uh-huh. Yeah, at this point, I'd do it. I thought you dropped that, or it ended. It goes till the end of my next turn, and I haven't gone yet. Okay, so... Okay, how... I still can't take it to a success, though. Yeah, because you've got two... Yeah, you've got two net successes, or two, two rolled successes and three rolled failures. So even if you turned the failure into a threat, you still wouldn't succeed. Oh, man. Dang it. <laughs> And I was go. I wanted advantage. I just needed to hit. Darn it. Well, I guess I will. I will recover two strain. And you can do this, but can I make a rec? Could I, could I maybe rec make a recommendation? Yeah, go ahead. Well, four advantage is a lot of advantage. Um, mm -hmm. I, I I think you missed her, but maybe you wrenched the bat out of her hand and hurled it to the other side of the train car. That it, worked. It's worthy of a disarm, just as, as a yeah. suggestion. That, yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. kind of the whatever. Um, I would say that's three advantage worthy, which would still give you one additional advantage if you wanted to recover strength. Yeah, I'll do that. That sounds yeah. good. I like that. All right. Roman? Cat? Uh, am I near Roman? I, th I think I moved into the car. You did. You're and didn't short range from Roman right now. So I think what I'm going to do is just stumble back to Roman and, and give him a boost die as my turn. All right. Maneuver and a maneuver. All right. Um, Roman knows that he's going to fire into combat, but he's going to do it because she's got to go down. You got one story point left. Yes. I do know that. I don't want to spend it just yet. I'm saving it for something really cool. Okay. Well, with the upgrade, you are looking at two red, one purple, and a black. All right. Oh, it's an upgrade. I thought it was just a... Uh, ah, crap. I thought it was a, uh, just a setback die. Back, nope. But you've got a, a boost from me, a boost from the gun. Yeah. Yeah, you, got a, you still got a pretty stout pool. And I think time to aim. Yeah, and I can aim twice. For two strain, you absolutely could. This is that Danny Glover moment in Lethal Weapon where he cracks his neck. It takes yeah. that shot, that one shot with the revolver. Yeah, that's what we're doing. All right, rolling it. Ah. <laughs> one, one, one yellow, one green, four blue. But against that difficulty, yeah, zero success with four advantage. You got four advantage, though. It's not quite triumph level, though. Um, uh, pretty, well, it depends on what you want to do. What do you want to do? Uh, what I was thinking is that I may not have hit her, but I may have hit some of the experiments on the table and kind of splashed some acidy, acidic type stuff at her and maybe blinded her or something like that or something to that effect. Oh, man. Honestly, I mean, that's that. I think that's only too advantage worthy, quite frankly. Um, unless you want to, like, it depends on what you want to, what, what the effect to be. If you want to spend all four advantage, you could, like, fully upgrade her next check difficulty. Yeah. Two advantage, you could throw a setback on her. Um, I was looking to upgrade her next check. I, okay. Okay. And, you know, environmentally kind of destroy the experiments that were being worked on. You know what? Four, four advantage, that's, like, so triumph worthy. Do you just want to end this? She's so close to being dead. It, yeah. 
I mean, that, that's what I was kind of hoping for, is to, like, get some kind of thing to... Well, just maybe, like, like going off what you said, it's like, the stuff sprays up, right, and something catches her eye, and she stumbles and, like, smacks her head off of, yeah, I don't know, some sort of something. Wilhelm screams off the train car. That's the, that's the thing. I'm thinking in this lab there may be something explosive. Yeah. That might, like that that. might blow a hole in the side of the wall with her out and through it. There you go. Yeah, that's a good plan. As a suggestion. Yeah, let's do that. So um, Roman takes his shot. Andy Glover moment. Crack in the neck. Uh, doesn't hit her, but at the last second adjusts his aim to a uh, metal cylinder um, that has like a warning label on it for explosive. He hits that and it blows out the side of the car and she gets kind of sucked out through the wind and uh, Emmy kind of holds on to some straps that are on the other side of the car and doesn't get sucked out himself. Love it. Very, very cinematic. Very nice, very nice. Uh, Okay, we're, we're out of the encounter at this point couple questions for you in the interest of time so because we're, we're we're about to wrap this okay there are three scientists that are still huddling uh one of them one of them one of the men is actually crying in fear huddled beneath uh all this stuff what, what do you guys want to what, what do you want to do with the scientists do you want to ignore them do you want to continue to move through the train what do you want to do i walk over cherry walks over and places a hand on the scientist's shoulder and telepathically links with them because she doesn't speak russian but brain waves don't care what language you speak um and just sort of you'll be okay we're not gonna hurt you okay that calms them a good bit and what exactly were you guys doing here um floods of images come into your mind uh they're they're very afraid um but they're they're they seem to be because because again it's not complex conversation can't happen with the language barrier even still but but you're you're doing a motion you get, you get intent across okay the the intent they communicate back to you is is just research research and and um, you see images of these tiny injection needles that look very familiar to you being taken out of a centrifuge and packaged up hundreds of them hundreds of them but a lot of their attention and worry and concern seems to be focused not so much on you, but on the, like, thrown towards the front of the train. We have either a bigger fight at the front of this train or got to call for backup, and I haven't fully decided which yet. Where the hell are we going to get backup in the middle of this frozen godforsaken place? Or the agency's a big place. Yeah, and they'll probably arrest you for going off the reservation once you call in. <laughs> okay, you guys have had a moment to recover fully. Um, let's roll some strain recovery. Um, go ahead and give me um, either cool or discipline, your choice, no difficulty. Um, and the way I play this is uh, every success you roll and every advantage you roll is a strain recovery. Okay. So what does a triumph count as? Eh, technically nothing, you know, per, per the rules as written, unless you want to suggest something unusual with it that would, that would work for that particular check. Do you want to recover all your strain with the Triumph? I mean, I'm not going to say no to that. Sure, why not? Well, I think in, in light of that, I think Roman's going to pop a painkiller. 
Fair enough. That'll heal you five. Well, I I just had a thought. Yeah. What if, um, and you could call me crazy. What if we went up and then across the roof of the train car to the head car? I'll call you crazy. <laughs> that that seems like the kind of thing that I don't want to do. Well, but that's, and cat, you're I just imagine that there's more bad guys that way. But cat, like, you're you're really... getting cat, you're getting a flash of prescience right now. Sure. Everything is telling you you need to move forward. Oh yeah, we, we need to we need to keep going. Um, something weird's going on, and and honestly, if they can figure out that we're coming on a plane to put a bomb in it. We have uh, a lot more problems than than just climbing onto the roof isn't gonna gonna keep them from coming at us. Enough said. Move out. And where's that bat? Uh, it's at the rear of the card. If you want to get it, um, it's a it's a, it's a melee weapon, not brawl. So I don't know if you'd be very good with it, but it is uh, a plus. It is a plus two damage. Nah, I wouldn't be. Nah, all green. Yeah. All right. Roman is going to pick up one of the uh, Kalashnikovs and look at Cat and say, "Do you know how to use one of these?" Point and click. There you go. All right. Well, you guys make your way into the next car. It's pretty bare. Uh, there's a central walkway running down it. On either side, there are no wind, no, no no sidewall windows in this car. Um, it is filled with uh, cells, barred holding cells, and they are all currently empty. Don't like to look at this. It's about twelve of them in the cart. Where do I? Uh, there's not not a little girl here, is there? Nope, not that you can see. There is one more cart before the locomotive. Boys, ready? Let's go. Time to rock and roll. All right. Do you want me to to do a thing, psychic thing, first or no? Okay. That tanky thing you did was pretty cool. I, I can pop another one off real quick, I think. If you if you wish to, um, it'll cost you two strain. And uh, if you want to do a friendly focus, uh, the difficulty uh, would be... Uh, or wait, uh, this is shared warning for prescience, excuse me. Yeah, it would be two purple. Oh, two? Yeah. Shared warning. Shoot, I rolled wrong. Well, re-roll it, good sir. Ooh, two successes, one threat, and a triumph. I'm going to... This is prescience, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, with your threat... You get an immediate secondary impact from prescience, very similar to the intense vision you had in the bathroom back in New York City, and it it's drawing you forward into the next cart um, inexorably, and it it, it hurts. Um, you're going to suffer either two strain or one wound. Good choice. Nosebleed. Nosebleed. One wound. You have a triumph, however. Um, so with the two successes, first of all, you you have succeeded and. Both you and and Emmy are going to have uh, basically an extra soak of one. Uh, what do you want to do with your triumph? Can I trigger um, like a defensive die or something, or is that? Dude, I think that's not... that's triumph worthy. You want you want to add like a, a, a like I'll, I'll tell I'll tell you what uh, you just want to add like defense one as long as you maintain this for both of you. Sure. Okay. I was just going to ask for Emmy, but yeah, both of us. I'll take I, it. If it with you, I think it's triumph worthy. Not a problem. All right. Well, set, you guys, with caution, open the door and rush into the next car. The car itself is completely bare. There is nothing in here except for one major feature. Um, There's obviously a door at the far end uh, that you assume goes into the locomotive. There are 
On the walls, a couple of panels um, with some cabling that, that lead to the main feature of this car, which is built into the car, meaning it is, it is welded to the floor and to the ceiling, is a massive tank of water, cylindrical tank. It is lit and floating inside of it with eyes closed and a breathing mask on, wearing a hospital gown, is what appears to be a seven-year-old girl. And Kat, she is immediately familiar to you. And all of you who looked at Kat's drawing in the bathroom. Oh, okay. We found her. All right, look, I don't know how to turn these things off, but uh, one of you guys probably can. I might be able to break it. I can, I can sure try turning it off. Let me, let me take a look. It would be a mechanics check, Kat. Difficulty? Um, two purple. Hang on. I, well, okay, you, you rolled. I don't I was like, there's no consequences. I don't need you to roll for this. I'm sorry, I was kind of going into the road. But you succeeded with a triumph, so you went ahead and rolled. What do you want to do with your awesome triumph? Um, I, I want to get a better idea of what the hell's going on. Like, uh, obviously there, they've juiced up this poor girl to, um, get to, like, crazy levels of psychic power off of her that they can predict what we're doing in advance at, at this, this ridiculous level, but, um, like, is she, is she super powerful? Is this, like, you know, an Akira situation? So, with your mechanics check, because that's what you got your triumph on here, um, you're, I'll tell you what, with that, you're able to get a, a really good glimpse as you're shutting all this down of what this holding tank supposedly is designed to do. Um, the solution that she's floating inside of is definitely not water. In fact, it's got a, it's got like an aeration filtration system running through it, um, almost like a centrifuge. Um, decided to continually cycle particles in and out of it. And it has an unusual sheen to the liquid that you kind of saw on the floor, uh, that some of you saw on the floor of uh, Grand Central Terminal after Home Skillet dropped that vial, that she's floating in it. Okay. Oh, jeez. But she's, you know, as you near, even though her eyes are closed, she's projecting worry, fear, pain to you. Um, and you're, you're really overtaken with the urge to get her out. And, I mean, it's not hard with your successful check, man. You, you're flipping switches. You're turning off power. You, you flip a switch that drains the liquid out of this into some holding tanks beneath, below. Um, and with that, uh, with, it, with a hinge opening, you're able to, and she, she's slowly falls and clumps to the ground as the liquid drains, you can open the door and, and get in there and, and get her out and get this mask off of her. Yeah, I'll go over and do that. Alright, so Emmy, you reach over and, and she, she can't weigh more than 40 or 50 pounds. She's skin and bones. Um, you pick her up and her long blonde hair is sort of is still sopping wet with this liquid. She opens her eyes and looks at you. Her eyes are glowing with a light, an actual biochemical light. You've never seen anything like it. She looks at you with a startled look. She opens her mouth and she screams. The scream deafens all of you immediately. And the shockwave that emanates from this little girl's mind ricochets through the entire train. You can't hear it because of the deafening nature of what's happened and it's hard to see because of the stars that are temporarily blocking your vision but all of you can feel the train immediately derail 
cars behind you crash into each other, and you hear explosions coming from the locomotive as the entire train derails and begins to shred itself apart. Pulling yourself up from a sideways righted car with smoke starting to enter your lungs, you watch this staggering little girl collapse into unconsciousness. And if you guys want to grab her, you tell me, but you might want to get out of this burning train before the whole thing explodes. Yeah, I was going to say, well, she was already, so to speak, in my arms. And, you know, yeah. So yeah, I think we're just crawling out the end or whatever. Oh, there's plenty of ripped open holes in the side now. Yes. That works too. You guys, with her in tow, crawl out of the train uh, before the locomotive engine fully explodes. Uh, you can see at the rear now that the back cars have been almost completely flattened uh, from what looks like somebody took a giant boulder and jammed them on top uh, with specific anger, uh, it seems, if, if, as if some, some awful deity were pounding this train with its fist, a specific anger focused on the laboratory car. You stand there in the snow, lit by the fire of a burning train, holding an unconscious girl, about maybe three, based on the map, maybe 320 kilometers from any form of civilization. Uh... And we fade to black. <laughs> All right, folks, there you have it. That was part three of Mind Over Matter. A little bit of an introductory Genesis actual play that GM Chris was kind enough to come run for us here, me and Steve. And we would actually like to say a huge thank you to GM Chris for coming to do that with us, along with a big thanks to Jesse and Eric for agreeing to come play with us. Big thank you to Tabletop Audio, which is where some of the background sounds that you've heard through these episodes, that's uh, where I got some of that stuff. So make sure to look them up. It's got some really cool ambiences and stuff that you can use there. I guess with that, and yeah, thanks for listening. And if you've got any sort of comments for us, please reach out. You know, we can be emailed. It's meandsteverpg at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at me and Steve RPG Podcast on Twitter at and RPGs. And if you'd really like to come chat with us, probably one of the easiest places to find us, go down in the show notes. There's a link to our Discord server where I am on entirely too much, but uh, can quite often be found there, at least most times during the day. So with that, thank you for listening. Be kind to each other and go play some RPGs. Intro and outro music by the band 12 Noon. You can email us at meandsteverpg at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash meandsteverpg. Thank you and be kind to each other. How much for the cigar? Cigar, 20 bucks, dog. You got to go down the street to the store and buy that. And we will pick this up in the next episode. <laughs> awesome. So, to that end, I'm going to ambush the Steves 
um, and, <laughs> and, and, and the rest of you guys. Um, did you have fun? Was that fun? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Since this awesome uh, game that I really enjoyed playing with you guys is going to be aired on the Me and Steve Talk RPGs podcast, I would love it if maybe the four of you would consent, maybe in another month or two, to uh, maybe meeting up again for another wonderful session like this one where we can play part two of Mind Over Matter. Part two, quietly walk out of Siberia. <laughs> and, if, and, if, and, if, and if possible, I would love to air that as an actual play on the Forge podcast. Um, so we can Absolutely. do some cross-podcast pollination. You know what I mean? If you want to hear part one, go listen to this podcast. And if you want to hear the sequel, go listen to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, yeah. that's cool to me. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm down for whatever you guys want to do. What's the motto here? Voluntest s protest asked. It will be. <laughs> oh, okay, not that, that. So yeah, Google Translate is awful. Um, if if you if you look up a Latin translator, um, I worked hard on that actually. If you look up a a, a proper Latin translator, um, it's. I mean, it's Latin, so it's very interpretable. It it literally means will to power. Okay. And, okay. and if you type in will. Uh, to power if you if you were to reverse uh your latin to english in google and type in the english will to power it should give you that actually it's kind of weird Jeez, i i remember my two years of latin and i definitely used my english vocabulary to get through it <laughs> so yeah that's the uh that's the seal for the agency <laughs>